If you love football, soccer, then you probably love the Apple TV hit comedy Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso, a quirky, soccer-naive American coach, finds his way to England where he comes in to manage a fictitious but struggling Premier League side, AFC Richmond. Hello everyone, this is Rev Brad, and you're listening to the Soccer Chaplains United podcast from the Touchline. With 20 plus years in and around the beautiful game, both as a chaplain and a press officer before that, I thought I would share in this series some lessons from Ted Lasso, essentially give a chaplain's perspective on some of the things we see on the show and mesh them up with my own experience. In the series, I'm going to try not to over-spiritualize what we see on the screen, but I do want to comment on some of the elements that I believe can be great points of personal and professional development, no matter your role or relationship with soccer. Whether you're an athlete, a coach, a staffer, or an executive with The Beautiful Game, I think this series will be fun, creative, and have a little bit of everything for everyone. Just a side note, whilst I've changed this opener from the original one, I will keep the opener for a little while, so if you're listening regularly, when you hear the Ted Lasso theme music at the start of the pod, you can go ahead and skip forward to the two-minute mark to skip the intro and get right into the pod for the day. Thank you for listening to the From the Touchline podcast. Here we go with a lesson from Ted Lasso. He's found the space, and he's found the back of the net. Just a little off foot, thinking he's going to go far post. Not strong enough with his right hand. Whips that one in. Far post, almost made him in, and they have. He has the hat-trick. The second in his career. The third of the night. The hat-trick hero. Talked about you're not going to be able to sustain that kind of pressure. To the corner. Goes towards the near post. And you're the angle, and what a goal! What a goal! The final lesson from episode two of the first season of Ted Lasso, lesson 18 if you're counting, comes as AFC Richmond retire for the evening from a 4-1 shellacking to Crystal Palace at home. There's a sense of doom and gloom in the air because we know the team had previously won against Palace earlier in the year. Coach Lasso calls striker Jamie Tart into his office. A crestfallen Tart waits for a potential verbal down-dressing from the looks of it, and those of us watching are wondering, what will Lasso say to him? Will he bemoan Jamie's selfish attitude towards the team? Will he comment on Tart's meaningless goal and over-exuberant celebration coming at the end? Or will Lasso follow the advice of Tart's girlfriend and give some positive post-game affirmation? Well, it's a powerful line by Coach Lasso with only Tart in the room. After giving Jamie some initial praise about how good and talented he is as a player and as an athlete, Lasso offers a wise, one-thing-yet-do-you-lack bit of advice to our young Jamie. He says, I think that you might be so sure that you're one in a million, that sometimes you forget that out there, you're just one of 11. And if you can just figure out some way to turn that me into us, sky's the limit for you. Truly, it's a difference. To be part of a team, to be part of a community, part of a club. You know, in my time as a chaplain in sport, football's been the primary sport where I've served people. And there have been occasions sometimes to minister to people who played uh, one of the more individual sports like tennis or golf. But this lesson from Lasso has staying power for people that are in settings like football, and even for people in the church as well. So let me speak to both of those real quick. The first comes as a little bit of a confession. Many years ago, I coached a U11 girls team. It was a third level youth team in a local club, but there's this one moment that sticks out in my memory, a poor moment for me, if I'm honest. The team below us had been a little bit political. They had held back players, and, and they'd convinced players and parents not to move up to our team. 
They wanted to stay as competitive as possible for as long as possible. If you're not familiar with it, it's a common practice in youth soccer to have rising players move up to competitive levels for certain tournaments or games, whether to show their quality or gain experience or fill out roster needs. The team above our team had always been good about spotting talent amongst our roster and calling those players up into their opportunities. Well, I remember during one match, I reached a little bit of an embarrassing break point, kind of feeling caught between both sides of the situation. The coach above my team had pulled one of my players aside during halftime of a match, and I, I lit into him. In short order, I told him that I needed to coach my team right now. Uh, pressures external and internal got me to a boiling point, and I lost sight of the fact we're all on the same team. We're all part of the same club and organization. We all want better for these youth, for them to develop as athletes. Well, the coach and I talked later. We repaired things, but it was an oversight for me. You see, there was a bigger picture as a club, and here was a coach working to help that player and me get better, not someone to try and take over the team or step over the boundaries. The second piece to me is for those who are part of a different kind of team. In fact, we use a different image and metaphor. We use the term body instead of saying team, but there are many similarities and parallels for the church. Paul writes to teach Christians more on this in Ephesians 4.25. He says, we are all members of one body. Chapter 5, verse 30 of the same letter, Paul writes, For we are members of his body, speaking of Jesus. And elsewhere, Paul further elucidates, he says, The body is the church. He writes that in his letter to the Colossians in chapter 1, verse 24. Friend, if you play football or if you're part of a church community or something else, this lesson is particularly important for us to pay attention to. Because we might believe we are one in a million, but the truth is we're part of something bigger. We're part of a team. We're part of a body, and we must live and breathe and function as one. And in doing so, we will all go further and farther. Well, thanks for listening to this lesson from Ted Lasso. This is Red Brad coming to you from the Touchline. <laughs>